0: This is the Burbs Network. Fresh from the Burbs.
1: Hey fuck cancer. Shout out to Booze. Yes, Not fuck your main bitch. I paper cool. To see. Hey. hit it on my niggas. Yeah, they win it, goodie pussy, nigga. Ain't they tryna knock me out my baby? I'm a boss. I call the shots. I lady pussy, nigga. missing, and I'm whipping like I'm giftsin. You can catch me in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm working, yeah, half-time Love my pussy's soaking, yeah, it's bad I put a 90s out of Julie I'ma send it right back because I know you need, know you need it up my places, I shop my people Shout out to Russell niggas, all my people Put down my strap and use these hands, they eat Try to be loyal to these foreigners, but I am a chief I bitch, am holy yo. We try get away from these bitches, so what you cruising for. My family depend on me, that's who I do it for. Of course I do it for my bitch and for my cruise show. I do it for my jewel and my ice off a fucking boat. You know the routine, little bitch, I'm private. Little bitch I'm hot, like i am a to I knock it out for they just like I'm rocky I got a bunch of wings surrounding my body. All my niggas, yeah, they with it Cutty pussy nigga, ain't they tryna knock me All my baby, I'm a boss, I call the shots I lay these pussy nigga missin' And I'm whippin' like I'm Gibson You can catch me in the kitchen I want no brown, I wanna survive I put it down and then she started stalkin' Pop all the porky, yeah, hell time. Love my pussy soaking yeah, spell ain't no fish grease, but did that fish, scale? I let little mama be, I keep her good and well. Bitch, I'm my old chick, i am play that tell-tale. By the time you dress me out, I'ma be that Maybell. I stole that cookie dough, I drink that at the best. My life a video, I'ma let you catch the and energize bring blood. You see these carrots, ho? right ray Mysterio, my life on HBO. They didn't want me Fuck something, then we go to another one Then yeah, we go to another one time I got my gun, you better run, run, run You know I got bread like a croissant slime I get on stuff up for a hundred
2: bucks Yeah,
3: yeah and all my watches came in in faced Perky gang, Molly trapping, we got plenty options. Her pussy water like it bad, time she wish she washing. And she gon' suck and fuck me even when the fans watchin'. I don't fuck with broke niggas, now we can't relate. I put water on that white bitch, I call her Ricky late. La mama, she lost in the sauce, she need to get hit with the pause. After I fuck her, she run through the dolls, and then I'm rejectin' her call. I threw a pack over the gate to my niggas behind the wall RP pills to R.I.P. Mike I parked the lean for y'all Remember the days I traveled the band, though I had a thousand dollars You them. the same nigga to sell, I we'll won't make it I put in a thousand hours. I got a thousand
1: pounds I did it, all my niggas, yeah, they with it But pussy nigga, ain't they tryna knock me out my pivot I'm a boss, I call the shots, I lead these pussy nigga missing And I'm whipping like I'm gifted. you can catch me in the kitchen I no brown, I want no brown I bought a brick, yeah, half-time. Love my mother pussy soaking, yeah, it's half Split it
3: for with me, little bitch, you know it, half-time. She watered than the ocean, yeah, it's half-time. Little bitch gon' bring me best some those times. And I'ma let you ride her like a bell fine. Yelp, yelp, yelp. All right, so like I say, you've
4: heard of her. Yeah, I
5: am. I'm kind of nervous. I've never, I've never been on a podcast before. I've never like, joining, I don't know, media. I'm always kind of a quiet, shy person, I don't know, you know, like... Behind the maybe. you're sorry? Behind the maybe. A little bit, I mean, uh, um, just the way my thing's always gone, I I, I feel like, uh, I'm a facilitator, I like to help people, I like to do research for things, you know, I like to, um, I don't know, yeah, I've never, I've never been, like, uh, like right now, like, um... I uh, I own a golf technology company. Uh, we make a golf simula- golf simulators. Yeah, nice. Uh, we're actually involved in the Rocket Mortgage the the golf tournament that's coming to Detroit night, week after next. Uh, so I mean it's cool, but like I've never uh, I've never been like a CEO before. Like I don't even call like, I call myself that, but like I'm really the manager of this company. But like I've never done anything. Like, I've never led anybody. I've never been like. The guy, I don't know, that kind of thing. So for me, it's like, I'm learning right now, kind of on the fly, like, I don't know, just stuff I kind of, I don't know, be out in front, be not behind the scenes, but have to be out in front, have to be like, having another, like, it's kind of a startup company, it's been around for five, six years, but I've been involved for like three, and, uh... They want you to be the face of the company? What? They want you to be like more the face of the company? Yeah, or not the face, not the face, but the actual, like... CEO, the leader, you oh, know nice. what I mean? Like, uh, um, yeah, j- yeah, I mean, because you want to be successful. <laughs> like, right now, I'm not really making any money from it. You know, it's kind of a startup, you know, and, and I invested, in, and then the dudes that kind of founded it kind of floundered on me, and I just say, all right, well, I'm going to take it over now, and, you know, how, how we do this, and brought some new products in the fold, but, you know, we bring new products to the market, how do you launch them? I mean, it's easy if you're already a big brand. I mean, or if you're, you know, a small frog or, you know, you don't have a ton of capital to play with or whatever, you kind of, kind of figure it out. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. you got hustle. I'm, I'm trying to learn, like, the hustle now. And that is, like, but, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's like uh, uh,
4: the biggest part. That's how you learn. All right, so like I said, the show was a... Freelance show Say whatever you want I said it going to be um, Breaking down everything Like I said uh, One thing I wanted to talk about Was just How basically you got into Instagram And the story behind that so sure. That's going to be real good Like I said sure. Hope you don't overstep Any boundaries Or no, anything like that, that. So, I
5: will I will talk about How I got into that And mm-hmm. I'll talk about How I got sick mm-hmm. And um, How my wife got sick And how I, I just I use social media I think in a way that It's for Like it's, what, it's The best of it mm-hmm. And I wasn't in it for a long time, and then um, and I wasn't on social media forever, and then I got sick, and I found it to be a good way to kind of reach out to people. Um, and I've seen—I think I've seen the best of it. Like I know that you know people can there's like you know a lot of hate and there's a lot of like crazy stuff, and mm-hmm. you know. But um, I just think for me, it's been awesome for be able to reach out to people and. and Communicate how I'm doing. Have people tell me how they're doing. Just energy. Just good energy. You know, there's good there's good energy out there. You just gotta find it or, like, focus on it or stuff like that. Not completely understand that, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it can get crazy. Social media. Yeah. All right, so, um, I
4: guess we'll kind of just, I really want you to tell your story about okay. how how you got onto social media. Because I think that, I'm surprised Disney hasn't come to you with a with a oh, right? Oh, that's sweet. It yeah. is sweet.
5: Well, so my thing was that um, I was not on any kind of social media for a very long time, and I made it kind of a thing where you know I'm not getting on Facebook and Twitter's fucking a shitstorm, and um, I just communicated, you know, kind of like an old guy do, you know, phone and text and email and stuff. And then in the summer of uh, of 2017, I was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I was at a crossroads in my life. There were so many things going on uh, in my life. And I felt like, uh, how the fuck am I going to communicate like this to people? How am I going to get through this, uh, this next few months in my life, going through chemo and, and having to have some treatments and stuff? And, and that's when it kind of hit me that I could maybe use social media and, and use it as a tool to. Keep you know keep in touch with people, reach out to people. Um, my twentieth college reunion was supposed to be that fall, and I was supposed to go, and I couldn't go, and I wanted to communicate to people that I wasn't going to be there, and I miss them, and wish I could be there, and kind of you know share. So I jumped on Instagram, which I thought was a a good platform for me, and um, I started documenting my uh, cancer treatments. Uh, in a way that I thought was, you know, kind of apropos for me. And so what I would do is on Instagram, I would post uh, a shoe from my sneaker collection. A lot of times I would uh, take out a dead stock pair of sneakers and wear them for the first time to the hospital. Uh, I did this kind of throughout my early diagnosis and starting to get treatments. And then every time I would go in for a checkup, or something kind of related, to uh, uh, my cancer. I would pop out a new pair of sneakers. Uh, I collected sneakers for many years, but it was just a very private thing for me. I didn't share them. I didn't, you know, go on. And, you know, I wasn't like right. stunting my collection or anything. They were just mine. But I kind of felt like through this platform, I could communicate to people that I was, I was having something was going on with me, and it probably sucked. But here's a cool pair of shoes and wish me luck and here we go. And um, it really helped me day by day get through what was a a pretty shitty six months for me. Um, And then right towards the end of it, my wife got diagnosed with breast cancer. So um, there were two of us that had cancer and I just, I kept it going. When she would go to appointments and I would wear a pair of shoes for her or I would take her to an appointment and wear a pair of shoes and I just it's a great tool for reaching out to people and for feeling the kind of energy that y'all talk about and, and put it out there, get it back. People know that you're okay and you can tell people you're okay and you can just kind of share good, good positive moments. And, um, that's kind of my Instagram story. I mean, uh, uh I still, I love using it. I love, I love showing people the sneakers and, and, uh, I'm trying to figure out now that I'm in remission and my wife's in remission, like kind of what to do with it, my feed and I, my love for sneakers, and uh, I just I've thought some different things and. Um. First off, let me say congratulations to you. Definitely you and
4: your wife, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Much. And one thing about that, like I said, I know, you, I know you would come to the shop periodically, but it's like, it's certain people they go through certain things. You were just, you never let it get you down. I mean, I know, I'm sure there were some dark days, but you never let it get you down. That's just one thing I 100% love about you, man. So congratulations. Thank to you, you and so much, my wife. No problem. Thank you. So speaking of swiping, so I guess now we're talking about shoes for a little business. Me, you McFly, been Fly, G, we're all in the shoes. It's like, Uh-oh. Oh, hey, well, hey,
0: hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, I'll I'll, show, yeah. I want you. Yeah, I'll talk about anything. So, uh, with the, the cancer diagnosis and things like that, how did it affect your family? Uh, a lot. Oh. Uh, we were scared,
5: uh, you know, really scared. Uh, I didn't know um, what was going to happen to me. Like, I didn't know if uh, this was going to be really bad or if this was going to be easily treatable. We had no idea. Yeah. Like, day one. It was August 28th. 2017, I got it was a Monday. I got a phone call, and my doctor called and she said, You should sit down. And I sat down and she told me. And I called my wife, my wife wasn't home. Uh, it took a few hours to connect with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I told her, she was really upset. Um, we took about a week or two to tell the kids. Um, we talked to some people about how to do that, how to communicate that. Um, how old are your children, to? My kids my kids are nine and seven now. Oh, they okay. were like they were like seven and five uh, you know when this when I was diagnosed I think uh, um, we got uh, Iron Man dolls. We went to Walmart and bought Iron Man figures because uh, you know Iron Man has you know, a yeah. power port yeah. and I was getting a power injectable port so they could administer my chemo And so we talked to the kids about how I was going to be like Iron Man. And I was going to have this surgery. I was going to have a port. And then they were going to put special medicine in the port that was going to make me live forever like Iron Man. And um, that's how we explained it to them. And the kids totally got it. And, uh, again, I got through my treatments. And uh, there were a few dark days. There were a few... uh, Right right after my first treatment, I had to go back into the hospital for about a week. Mm -hmm. I had a real bad reaction. So seeing, you know, your kids seeing you like... Like on all fours, like a dog, and throwing up in front of them—that's not cool. But you know, they get over it, and, and uh, um, they're warriors. They're, my kids are my kids are really tough, and uh, um, they didn't let it affect them too much. So I think that we've moved on from it, and and we're just a
0: better family um, for having maybe been through the experience, or we're working on being a better yeah. family. You're we're, we're, we're always working on stuff. Cause like with my family. um... My grandmother, she had breast cancer. So, like, my grandmother, to me, is the strongest person in our family. So, when I was, like, four, she lost her leg due to blood clots. So, from her surviving that situation, it's like, yo, there's nobody stronger than my grandmother. So, she um, she found a lump. So, uh, I think if, right around the time she found the lump, uh, we found my auntie dead. Uh, She had died due to um, medication problems or something like that. So, my grandma was like, I'm done. I'm not going to go get it checked. None of that. So, my mom, the whole family took her and was like, yo, we just lost one person. We're not about to lose another person. So, she went to the doctor. She got it checked out. The doctors uh, messed up and checked the wrong breasts. So, say it was on the left, they checked the right. right. So, they tell me, oh, you good. You know, there's no cancer, none of that. So, the muck continues to get bigger. So, she's like, no, nah, something wrong. So, she went to a new doctor. The new doctor like, yo, it, it, it's it's serious now. So, my grandmother, she went through chemo. She went through radiation. Um, finally, it was like, we got to remove the breasts. So, they removed the breasts. And that's when they got, like, uh, pretty much once they cut her open, the cancer spread. So, um... She ended up dying, but she had a lawsuit out against the doctor, the original doctor. So once she finally died, and then um, the lawsuit thing was over, like how you said, like it brought your family closer together, it split our family up. Like it could do that. At this I point, can. it's pretty much like we don't even really communicate with each other. Like we got like it's an uncle that go on vacations with us and stuff like that, but other than that, we have no communication with our families now.
5: I've seen that, unfortunately, before I got sick. I had some friends um, that were married, and her brother got brain cancer and died, and it ruined their marriage. Uh, I had a very good friend um, who was older than me, so he was like an older brother figure that I I grew up with, and his sister got brain cancer, uh, and... Kind of, it didn't end our friendship. We're we're still friends when we see yeah. each other, but it just messed him up, and it messed. He was her caregiver, yeah. and and he was the responsible person in the family, and it kind of tore his family apart a little bit. And it can do that, and it's um it's the one thing about cancer that um there's two things about cancer specifically that bother me. One is kids. I get it. that don't deserve it. No, no kid deserves it, and it just comes out of nowhere for, you know, for most kids out Smoke or drink, yeah. Like uh, and then what it does to families, what it does to couples, what it does to families, what it does to the caregiver, maybe the responsible person who's taking care of a person, and then how everyone responds to that person and to that situation. Oftentimes, um, people will you, that you thought were like your friends, you know, really, you know, they're just not around. and Sometimes people that I don't know, your friends are barely you know. They're bringing you food. They're all in. So it's one of those things that, that and it, it sucks, but um, that, that would be something to work on. Yeah. Yeah. How does, how do we keep this disease, or any disease, but this disease from, from shredding families? That would, yeah. be, that would be good. Cool.
4: It's funny that you're not just not funny, but you're talking about how kids get cancer. Three years ago, my nephew at the time, he was four. You know, kind of like, you know, he was bad, but he's like, he's four-year-old bad, liver cancer. And then, like, my brother, my my half brother, and his baby mama, they fucking hate each other. Like, they hate each other. Statistical black people. Kind of funny in that regard.
3: But you know,
4: they hate each other. Not the cancer, of course. That's what I'm talking about. But so, but I will say, uh, my nephew, Noah, having cancer, he actually beat it a year and a half ago. It really brought them together. They still hate each other, but they definitely have a more mutual respect because, like, you saw both sides of them putting their differences aside like fuck what we got going on our child who doesn't even know the world See okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah he beat it a year and a half
5: ago yeah that's you know that it, it's something that and in a way it's something that you you don't maybe for kids is different i'm not sure if you ever beat it you survive it it's it can be always be there um i've certainly talked to a, a lot of survivors that um just move on, and I don't even think about it. And I've talked to a lot of people that are still inspired by their own story, and like try to work with other people and get other, you know. But you know, it's it's, it's once you have it, it's it's you never really get over. It. I don't know if you really get over it. It's something you always had other okay. Now the way that you tell um, with you having
4: cancer first, the way that you told your children once your wife had got it, was it
5: uh, maybe easier to tell them this time, or was it? Harder, okay, yeah, it, was harder. Hard. Yeah, this it was hard. harder It was harder Because you we were like Hey kids uh, Guess what <laughs> oh, and, and, and I think they were, like, they were like A combination of like What the fuck And like Am I going to get it like, Does everybody get it Like am I going to get it too And I actually had a doctor um, Who Told my wife and I That the chances of two People who are 40 Both having cancer Having very different cancers in the same time, it's like if you, if let's say like the two of us were two yellow ping pong balls, and you put us in Michigan Stadium, and then you filled up the stadium with white ping pong balls, hmm. and we were the two like yellow ones. Yeah. That's like the chances. Anomaly. So it became like a thing where like yeah, I mean to tell the kids it was almost like no, this is not normal. Mommy's gonna battle this too. She'll be fine, just like Daddy. It's gonna suck. It's going to be like a year and surgeries and chemo, um, but we're going to get through it. And it's been two years of two school years that I went through mine and then she went through hers and then the continuing treatments she just finished in May. And uh, again, it's been incredible how my kids have been responsive, normal totally, you know especially being so young too. Yeah, yeah, and just you know, but you just you know, let them do their thing and, and you do your thing and, and uh you just you just gotta work at it. I mean, that's, that's I was pretty serious I don't even want to talk about
4: shoes no more <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
5: I mean it's you know real life uh but um I think the important thing is is for everyone out there listening, uh you uh You have somebody. Uh, There's a lot of resources out there. There's a lot of free resources uh, for support. Um, I I was able to connect with a group called Immerman's Angels, which is out of Chicago. But Johnny Immerman is actually from Detroit. uh, And he's a young guy who's a cancer survivor. So he started a nonprofit where um, you can get linked up. So if you're a caregiver or you have cancer, you can get linked up with someone like you. And they try to match you with someone very close that has the same cancer or had the same cancer you have, same age, same kind of just demographics. And you can call them on the phone. You can rap on the email or text or whatever. And you can talk. You can get support. So that's, I think that's like just one example of something that's out there that, um, uh, that we found, that I found very helpful and, um, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, if you have, if you got somebody and, and, and you have the chance to reach out, please reach out because it's you know, positive energy. is not forgotten by that person and, uh, they will appreciate it. And, uh, um, you know, whether it's talking sneakers, sharing food, uh, just doing whatever, taking some time, take care of your kids. go do, do an errand for you. It all helps. It really does. Uh, Thank you, man, for sharing our for
4: sharing
0: that story with us. We appreciate it. My, my, pleasure. my pleasure. On that, no, I think that's the show, episode forty-two. I oh, ain't gonna tell my secrets. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it's your day. Like always, you can find us at thebirdsnetwork.com or on all social media platforms at thebirdsnetwork. You can find me at prince underscore McFly drop a white at the ei. That's on all social media platforms. Alex, working name. You can find Alex at uh Alex, 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 Alex TFP. Bow. That's everywhere. Dries, where can they find you at? Find me at the Agon on all platforms. Um, G, where can they find you at? MVPG on Twitter, the real MVPG on Instagram. Jalen, where can they find you at? Captain J on Instagram. And for our
4: guests? Oh, 40YO Shoes on Instagram. Once again, we want to thank you for coming out, man. You brought some sand, crackers, and cheese.
5: Please enjoy the and enjoy the
4: fish. Okay. Once again, thank you for thank you for that story, man. We've like a true sure. inspiration. Man. Wonderful story. Yeah, wonderful story. Mm-hmm. Glad to
5: hear that you and your wife are both in remission, man. And, you know what? Now I'm ten percent off my Burr. <laughs> <long enough laughs> uh, I was really honored to uh to be asked to come on uh, Freshman Verbs. It's a fantastic uh, podcast and I wish you all the best of luck in blowing it up.
4: Thank you, thank you. And ironically, I, like I said, all you guys just met him. He was actually one of the first people that, like, like once you first started, was like, I will listen to your podcast, gave me a couple of critiques, you know. But he was like, yeah. he was like one of the genuine people
0: first, like, truly appreciated. And we
4: actually, we're actually in the works of planning a, an event for our one year anniversary, so we definitely want to have you out. Love it. We're gonna wrap it off some SBS too. I know how much you love those. <laughs>
0: It'll be the return of the Swimble Fest. Ah, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
2: Just a city boy, born and raised in South Detroit. He took the midnight. A singer in a smoky room The smell of wine and cheap perfume For a smile they can share